Welcome to the gun show, everybody. Look at this guy. He's Joseph Faltzellini, former welterweight champion of the world. My name is Todd Grisham. Uh, we told you that John Franklin, the CEO of Glory, told you that you had to wear this shirt, but we were lying to you. I don't know what happened. I thought they were all playing around <laughs> with me. Look at you, though. But I don't know, You're man. a freaking monster. I'm being a team sport by You are a freaking... Compare your, arm, compare your arm to mine. Put your arm... Look at this. People are going to see this and say, when's he going to fight again? What's the answer? You done? What am I? Why do you got to keep asking me? Hey, look at you. You're like. What does that have to do with it? If I was fighting, I'd be skinnier right now. I would be super lean. I wouldn't be this big. You look like you could kill someone with your bare hands. I'm going to try. Oh my gosh. You're a freaking monster, bro. Thank you. Is but that a compliment? That is a compliment. I like it. I don't get many from you, so I like that Before one. Before we talk about Glory Paris, which takes place this Saturday night, let's talk about the possibility yep. of Toronto getting a Glory event uh, sometime this fall. I know you had some meetings. Yeah, well. Uh, Glory CEO John Franklin came in, um, had some dinner, got some people involved. He met with the commission, um, ISKA, and it's looking good. So there's a possibility of Glory November 17th November in Toronto. November 17th. So that's the pro that's that's not official yet, but uh, those Canadians and those in Toronto who are watching, make sure you go. There's going to be some signed uh, petition going. We're going to get that legislation changed in Ontario so we can get professional fighting in. Yeah. Ontario. MMA is legal in Toronto, but for some reason kickboxing and is not. And kick, kicking above the waist, boxing is, but no low kick kickboxing. Really? Still haven't tried. For, I still it's don't get It's just so it. bizarre. I don't get it. Like in it's MMA, like you could freaking There's kickboxing in MMA. Yes. And you can throw elbows, which makes yeah. it a little bit more dangerous. And but. Knees to the face, hit them on their, in their face while they're on the ground. Whatever. What do I know about MMA? It's not like I call the UFC or anything. Uh, How you doing? Let's talk about Glory. <laughs> My cameraman just flipped me off. Damien, you son of a gun. All right, Glory 42, Paris. We got a lightweight contender tournament, and coming up in a few minutes, we're going to have one of those uh, competitors, Nicholas Larson out of Denmark, joining us here. But let's talk about the big main event first. Cedric yeah. Dumbay versus Nikki Holskin. We got to speak to both fighters today. What did you take out of those meetings? Well, Nikki looks motivated, and I think this fight's going to come down to how, um, what Nikki comes out. Like, if Nikki's the fighter who's... You keep looking at me. <laughs> when you're talking, you're flexing. I but see I'm what you're doing. You're but you keep staring at me. I can't finish the story. <laughs> right, I'm going to look at the kid. You talk. Go ahead. Okay, so we ha it depends what Nikki shows up. I feel if the same Nikki who waits too long, doesn't counterpunch, uh, is only relying on his counterpunch, um, I think we're going to see the same result. But I think Nikki's been around the game a long time. He knows what he has to do. So I think he's going to be a little bit more active. He's going to put a little bit more pressure, which is going to make it a harder night for Doombay. But uh, for me, it's still that coin flip. If it goes the distance, you think Doombay wins. Think if it's Doombay, a knockout, it's Nikki Holtz. It's going to be Nikki Holtz. I can't wait to call that fight. What do you it's, think? It's going to be awesome. Uh, I think it goes the distance, and I think being in Paris, Doombay's, I mean, he's only, what, 24? 24? He's 24 years old. But seeing some of those videos with Nikki Holskin, he is reinvigorated. He's rededicated. He lost a little bit of his edge. I think he even admitted that. Yeah. And now it's back. It's, like you said, a coin flip. And Doombay, like he's still, he told us in the fighter interviews, he's like, make sure you check out my social media. He has something. So it will be interesting oh, to see no. what kind of other games he has going on. Last time he had a severed head, uh, uh, Nikki Holskin's severed head. What do you take on that? Do you like trash talking? I love it. Yeah? You think Why not? Yeah? You I'm like to see more of it? See, I'm good, at, I'm good at the trash talking part. I just can't back it up, right? Is he talking? You're, yeah, you're an instigator, I'm too. I'm a stir the pot, man. You get, the, you get it going. Now, Is that from your WWE days? Yeah, or? but to me, you just got to... The, the saying in wrestling was, they don't care if you boo me, they don't care if you cheer them, just care. So if you, if you talk trash, there'll be a segment of the population that hates you and a segment that probably loves you. That's what you want. You want people to either see you lose or see you win. That's why Floyd Mayweather, 
uh, is so popular. His fights are the most boring things you've ever seen, unless you're a, a student of the game. You watch Floyd Mayweather fights, even the Manny Pacquiao fight, people were bored to tears and they were complaining. And I said, this is what you get with Floyd Mayweather. The reason people bought it is because they wanted to see him lose. True. Right? So if, if you talk so trash... So you'd be the biggest trash talker. I'd be, I'd, I'd be Conor McGregor with no skills. I'd be, I'd be Conor McGregor, the bell ring. I'd climb think, out of the octagon. I think you'd be better than Conor at trash talk. Ah, I doubt it. You're that. good. You're uh, good at it. I'm pretty good. You're good at picking. You, you know, I like it. Yeah. That's why I'm going to be divorced twice. Uh, have some issues with that, uh, getting along with others. Uh, but we get along pretty yeah, well. Pretty so far. But it's good because we come in for a month. We come in a month for a week, and then we go out. The, and we those come little back breaks in. between us, they're, they're work important, out. right? Yeah. All right. So also, we've got Yoan Congolo fighting uh, Yoan Lindon. Yeah. Ladon, who's French, he's 34 years old. Yeah. He's fought way over 100 times, which I think it's about 150. It's crazy for a kickboxer. You hear that in Thai fighting, but not yeah. kickboxing. But this guy is legit. He has beaten Cedric Dumbay before. Give us a breakdown of that fight. Well, he's fought the best Thai fighters in the world. I'm pretty sure he's fought Yotsin Kai, Buakau. I think he fought caged Muay Thai against John Wayne Parr. So this guy's got a lot of experience. And I think that's what he's going to use in this fight. And that's what he says... Um, when he beat Congolo, uh, sorry, when he beat Dumbe, it's like he's just using his experience. He feels his Muay Thai is going to give him an advantage uh, because it's better at keeping distance. He's able to score more with his kicks, which he feels is going to be an advantage for him. Uh, I think we're going to see a good new welterweight in the division in the mix-up. So I hope he's focused on glory and wants to, you know, go for that run because he's a little upset because at Glory 22 Lil, um, he was supposed to fight. Uh, he backed out, Dumbe takes his spot, and now Dumbe's the champion. So I think he feels that that road could have been his. And it's interesting because he, th he thinks uh, he's already beaten Dumbe once, but it was about three years ago. He said, listen, we fought again. I could beat him no problem because I've already got it figured out. The first two rounds of our first fight, I didn't do too well. Third round, I dominated. But how can he you say... He said five rounds, he would have killed him. Of course. Yeah. yeah. But it's Cedric Dumbe. He's gotten so much better in the last oh, three years. crazy. And, I mean, look at Yohan Congolo. He... He's an unbelievable fighter, but Dumbe made him look completely ordinary. He just took all the steam out of, his, out of his game. Well, I mean, they fought before, too, and Congola won, which means, you know, it just shows how much Dumbe is evolving. Yeah. I mean, his style is so different. Um, he, he reminds me of Israel Adesanya because he talks about mixing those styles. The style and, bender. Yeah, and, like, I mean, I hope we see Israel back. Shout out if you're watching. Yeah. But um, it's out. that style, if you like. You can't, it's different. So that's what makes him so difficult to hit because he's moving, switching stances. He's never going to be a standing target, and that's why he's giving all these guys problems. All right, another fight we want to talk uh, talk about one more fight before we bring out Nicholas Larson. Probably going to be the fight of the night, at least in my opinion, is going to be Harut Gregorian taking on uh, Myrtle Grunhardt. And Myrtle is so, he comes in, he's got these giant shades oh, on, yeah. he's got his Team Grunhardt hat, he's all blinged out, and now his trash talking has taken another another oh, level. Yeah. He's going all in on Harut Gregorian, who is, by the way, one of the meanest, nastiest persons people in the ring you'll ever see. But if you see him outside of the ring, yeah. he's literally just sitting there. Hi. He's just, yeah, hi, very, yeah, but I'm telling you, that guy's a beast. Oh. Um, they were supposed to fight in Holland. Um, Harut uh, broke his toe. He wanted to fight. Nicky Hemmers, his coach, pulled him back. Um, Grunhardt was very vocal, very vocal about being, you know, toe injury, really, you're backing out of the fight with a toe injury. I think Harut's pissed from that. He called so I, think well, he called be, I think there's going to be a little bit of extra tension. Grunhardt's at weigh-ins lately has been just wanting to pick fights before the fight, all, all I'm, kinds. I'm quoting, it, I'm quoting here. He said if Harut Gregorian gets at his face tomorrow at the, at the weigh-in, that he will bitch slap him. Yeah. He said it's okay if they stay, but if it gets into that little gray area, gray zone, that's it. Yeah. 
Speaking of bitch slapping, come here for a second, Damien. Let people look at you. Come here for a second. I want everybody to see our camera guy. He works real hard. Oh, yeah. He makes look it possible. Get over here. Look at him. Now, get your baby. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a... All right. Enough goofing around. It's time to bring out one of the best fighters in the world today. All right. Without further ado, we're going to welcome in the number four ranked lightweight in the world today, straight out of Denmark, Booyaka Shah. Here he is, <laughs> Nicholas Larson with the hat. Where did this hat fetish hat look come from you know it's it's not not a big story it's just you know i like to bring in my my character and like to wear a hat and yeah that's just it oh how emasculated are you right now sitting next to this big beefcake over here look at his guns yeah, he's pretty big oh my yeah. you look like a yeah, baby look at you little yeah. baby arms oh man oh, so cool. oh look at that. that's pretty good that's, yeah. pretty that's good. an apple how about i this just one? wish you guys warm yeah. i would have got at least a 10 or something like that that's i think you maybe you need some do some push-ups yeah yeah well good having you on as a guest thanks for coming by we'll see you <laughs> just kidding all right so you're fighting in the glory lightweight contender tournament by the time some people see this it will already have happened so let's congratulate you on the win way to go all right, <laughs> all right. nice job nicholas but you've had one of the greatest stories not just kickboxing but pretty much any sports story as far as coming from the ashes to be back at the top tell us what you went through well you know i was preparing for uh, this big tournament in, in glory so uh, i was in very very good shape and mentally was you know stronger than ever but then uh, two weeks before the, the tournament i got uh, sick with the the staph uh, bacteria in my leg and and uh, in, it was a staph infection yeah exactly and they the, the doctors in Denmark they didn't see they didn't uh, check it correctly so uh, they found out I, I, I walked around with, with this uh, bacteria for five five days and my infection numbers were very very high like deadly high so um, yeah I had to they had to operate in, in my foot and actually they said to me before the operation and everything they said maybe we have to cut your leg so that's a very six six hour. So when you when they put you under, you thought you might wake up and your leg might be gone. I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. In my mind, I was you know still preparing for fight. So yeah, I, I I had a you know I hoped that maybe in some way I could get in the ring. But after the operation, uh, my trainers came and and asked me, yeah, I think we need to call Gloria and say you cannot fight. This right, is yeah. yeah so. And then that was when, I guess, two years from that point, you've been out? Two years, uh, we, I tried to, to come back to the fight sport and, and just, you know, because for me it was very, very hard to, to accept that, that I couldn't fight. So yeah. in my... Was that one of the hardest things, was yeah, realizing? Yeah, because in my imagination I was, okay, I was on the hospital, but already there I was saying to myself that, okay, Three months, I'm gonna be back, uh, yeah. back again. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fight the best in the world. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it now took you, two two years. You had to re relearn to walk again, though. It's not like you just finished the surgery and you were good, mm -hmm. right? You I, I I had to because I was laying on the hospital and I couldn't move for for three weeks, and wow. um, I had to learn to walk and the muscles have to get the get the strength back again and everything. So wow, yeah. So was there ever a time where you're like, well, I'll never fight again? No, never, never. I was, I was in my mind. But the, the thing is that I had to accept that I needed to learn uh, the walking 
uh, before I was thinking about fighting. You had, had to learn to, how to walk before you yeah, could kick. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like you need to learn how to crawl before you walk. Yeah. So that was uh, like the same for me. Like, I mean, uh, I've had two situations. I mean, not as bad as that, but where they told me I'll never be able to do something. Yeah. One was like a, a broken arm. They said I'll never fight again, where they had to do surgery. And there's a scar, a concussion. Giant scar. Mm -hmm. But I mean, do you find that fighter's mentality helped you in that recovery? Definitely, I've, I wouldn't accept, accept it. And, you can't uh, and, accept defeat. And right? uh, many doctors said that it wouldn't be the same and mm. maybe I should think. They don't like it. I don't know, my doctors in Denmark, they don't like that I do fight sports. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, hey, this is just a problem for me. You yeah, have to yeah. accept that I'm, I'm doing I'm gonna this. I'm going to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and no matter what, you know, now I'm back. And, yeah. In the big leagues. So. Now, Nick, Nicky Holskin's son is already kickboxing. He's seven and zero. Oh, he's just about this tall. You have a six-year-old and a three-year-old. Yeah. If they come up to you and say, "Daddy, I want to be a kickboxer," I what do you say? Do like this? Yeah, man. Really? You'd be that's, excited? That's, yeah, the best. Yeah, I really, you know, that could be awesome. But right now, they just, you know, some they are just playing around and uh, you know, smiling a lot. So Todd's yeah. daughter's going to probably be in glory in the next what? Yeah, yeah. she's got a yellow belt smashed yeah, the board yeah. with her. They will roll video on mm -hmm. they can watch yeah, it. This is my daughter good. Mia. She's just turning six this week. Already has a yellow belt. My she favorite loves part it. is the yell. Ah! Yeah. Just, yeah, that's the yell the best part. That's great. So nice. yeah, you're a lightweight. We've got the contender tournament this yeah. weekend. We asked you earlier today during the fighter interviews, I asked you, are you the best in the world right now? Mm. And you wouldn't say yes or no, but you said, I'm going to prove that I am. Mm. What do you mean by that? Um, yeah, you know, I have, I, I need to, to fight some of the best guys. I feel that I, there's, there's a lot of, a lot of uh, good fighters that I need to show that, you know, uh, this is where I belong. This is uh, the people I need to, to win over before I say that I'm, I'm the champ. I, I, I'm, I'm definitely, def definitely believe that I'm gonna be the champ but I need to uh, fight some of the best guys. So that's, that's how I feel. How do you see that path going? You know, you have this tournament, are you in a rush for that title shot or is it something you wanna see, take your time? Because it seems like you're enjoying the process so much. You're, you're excited to be here, every moment you're here, you just wanna fight, but I'm sure in your mind you have a, a path to that title. I really try to enjoy, you know, every second of, of, mm. uh, of the adventure. Um, but yeah, at the same time, I'm, I'm also, you know, in a rush. Yeah. You know, I, I want that belt, uh, and if I get it, if 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 I get a, a title shot soon, you know, I want to keep that belt f for a long time. Mm -hmm. That's that's the plan. I I still want to. The, the the goal is not just to get the belt; is to fight some of the best people. So, if it's uh, with a belt or without, you know, I just want to fight and prove that I'm. I can fight with the best guys and win all the best guys. So you're from Denmark. What was it like growing up in that country? I'm an American, obviously. When I think about Denmark, I think about nice people, clean cities, beautiful drinking water. What's it like, really, <laughs> in Denmark? Well, Denmark is is a nice place to 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 grow up, and, and you know, we don't have so much struggle as uh, they have in many other countries. So. I feel that I'm very lucky that I'm born in, in Denmark. So you weren't you weren't in a gang growing up or anything? No, no. Because you look not. like you are. Yeah, you yeah, like yeah. I can head. see you. people get afraid when they see me, so <laughs> that's why I, I wear the hat. Softens, so softens, yeah, softens, softens, <laughs> softens no, the image. Uh, it, you know, I, I grew up, you know, with a with a nice family and everything, and it's not like it is. It's like that for every uh, every uh, people in 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 Denmark. I I work with uh, young trouble kids, so. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not that easy for for everybody, and I, you know, I I really try to 
to um, to create uh, some possibilities for for the youth that don't have the same same um, uh, uh, how do you say opportunities, yeah, opportunities as as I had. So. Awesome. Yes, I think that's amazing because back home, like we were talking earlier, we both work with kids at, at risk and I worked a little bit more with special needs kids. Um, do you implement like sport and kickboxing with these guys or is it just more of like a, a general fitness program or like, uh, what do you do with the kids? Is well, it, you know, I work as, as a mentor for, 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 for the kids and, and uh, I try really to... Uh, to show them, you know, a better life, and and uh, and for for some of the kids because they have so much energy, uh, I use the, the the kickboxing and uh, and and show them, you know, it's it's a very good tool for mm. me because this is where I, you know, I have my it's like my second home, you know. I mean, a when lot I of take those... them, yeah, yeah, I can really show them something and 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 press press them out and some, so they can grow a lot and you know it's it's really you know. I do do many things with them. We also do like uh, 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 right now. I can only remember in them days, but like um, swimming, uh, like yeah, uh, um, nah, not swimming. What is it called uh, anger management? Like anger, anger, anger uh, management. Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. He needs some of that. You can benefit. That's it. We didn't want to have a little session. program for you. Yeah, that was yeah. it for this guy. Yeah, okay. What do I get angry okay. about? Okay. I said, what do I get angry about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry. We've been working on nah, it. His fashion yeah. and his anger management problems. We're getting what's wrong, there. What's wrong with my fashion? We like it today. Today is actually pretty good. Doesn't the shirt match his eyes? The green, it's good. <laughs> I took a selfie earlier. It was the best selfie I've ever taken. I can't take a better one. But hey, listen, you're a great fighter. You're an even better person. Wish the world had more Nicholas Larson's in it. Thanks for stopping Thank by. And if you want to check out his shirt or buy it, go to gloryshop.com. It's the official Glory 42 kickboxing t-shirt from Paris. Thanks for watching the Glory kickboxing podcast for Joseph Altolini and Nicholas Larson, who could win the tournament this weekend. We don't know yet. We'll find out soon enough. I'm Todd Grisham. Keep fighting.